0: Hey everyone, welcome to Black, Married, and in the Military, a podcast that explores unique experiences, challenges, and even triumphs of military life. I'm Teresa Alexis, known as the Military Bride Strategist, and I'm your host. So today on a very special episode of Black, Married, and in the Military, I have my oldest son, who we call Trey, here with me for the month of the military child to share with everyone 11 things that can help fellow military kids. He is gonna tell you about himself and the things he liked, and then he is gonna share the 11 things that he wrote down. And I'm gonna help him talk through them and talk about them. So Trey, tell everybody a little bit about yourself.
1: Hello everyone, my name is Trey. Um, a little bit about myself. Um, I'm 11 years old and I'm what I like I like video games, TV, um, tablets, and tech. I like vehicles. I like um, all of that stuff. I like to get outside, too.
0: You like food because you didn't say food. I
1: like food too. Yes. Yes, I do.
0: What's your favorite food?
1: Everything. Except uh, for salami.
0: Yeah, that's not great. So I want you to tell me what inspired you to do this. What inspired you to want to talk to fellow military kids to help them?
1: I don't know. It was probably God telling me I needed to do this. So
0: here I am. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about what you have on your list. So, like I said at the beginning, Trey is going to be talking about 11 things that can help Military children. So go ahead. Number one,
1: knowing God and praying.
0: And so when knowing God and praying, it's a process. If you don't know God and you've never prayed before, this may be something that may seem challenging. But do you want to tell them what you do to know God more and to pray? Go ahead.
1: I read the Bible. I do devotions with my family. I sing worship songs. I like to sing i like to listen to this one worship song called god's not dead if any of y'all have heard it it's really great
0: what about praying
1: praying i do it every day every night whenever i can if you have never prayed to god before i want you to do it It would really change your life.
0: And one of those ways in just doing it, because it may look different for everybody, is the same way me and Trey are talking to you guys and talking to each other, just talking to God that way. And even if you don't know what to say, saying, God, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to pray, but this is what I'm feeling. So that can be helpful for you. Um, Number two, number two.
1: Loving yourself and others.
0: We talked about this earlier, I asked Trey, what does it look like when he loves himself? And at first he said he didn't know, but I got him to thinking what it looks like when you love someone else. And in turn, you should love yourself the same way. So say some of the things um, that helps you to love on yourself.
1: I call myself awesome. I let myself know that I'm okay in tough times. I say, pull it together. You can do
0: this. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, and making sure you take care of yourself. Like Trey said, he reads the Bible and he prays. He's pouring into himself in that way. And so even as a military child, you can do that. Even if you're like younger than he is and all kids do this. I think it's just built in. Is just being a little corner by themselves, just playing. That's taking time for yourself. Even that, being uninterrupted. I try not to mess with my kids when they're having that time to themselves unless they start to get distracted and start to do something that may be dangerous. Otherwise, I let them have that time because I feel like that encourages a bit of self-love and self-care there. Um, and talk about loving others.
1: Loving others is simple. You just tell them that they're awesome when they're going through rough times. You encourage them. And if you encourage them, maybe one day they'll be your friend. Maybe.
0: Okay. So yeah, loving on others and showing them love in times that are hard. Like I know it was hard on you when daddy was deployed and he was gone. And when I was gone, I had to go TAD or stand watch or go to the field or do something like that. I know that was hard on you and yourself sisters, you know, even though they were little, they would do stuff that they wouldn't normally do, which was cry a lot. My kids weren't criers. So I knew like they were having some of that separation anxiety when I would be leaving that they would cry that way. So there's that for number two. Number three.
1: Have something to enjoy to do to pass the time.
0: I think that's a good one. Um, I know for you, you liked gymnastics. And so me and your dad kind of took turns because there are times where I had to stand duty and I had to um, go to the field and do other stuff to where it was weighing on you. You're like, why can't my mom come home at night? Or why I ain't gonna see her in the morning? And like when you would go to gymnastics, I feel like that was your outlet to be free and like release whatever frustration or anything you may have felt or any sadness. Um, what else have you done just in recent years to that you enjoyed that you have taken on to pay the time.
1: Playing video games, having hangouts with my sisters, playing tablet, uh, going in my room by myself to play tablets and watch TV in my room, on my tablet, by myself knowing that I won't be disturbed, and sometimes even taking naps.
0: Ooh, let me tell y'all, I'm yawning right now because I need a nap, and I'm like a whole adult over here, so parents, if y'all listening, we value naps now when we didn't value them when we were little, and I so regret it because naps, ooh, they, they can do something to your day, make you thrive in places you ain't know you could thrive, but okay. What's the next one? Number four.
1: Spend as much time with your parents when they are
0: home? We get in the military life that things won't always be easy. There'll be chaos. There'll be times where one or both, like in our case, both me and my husband were Marines. So there'll be times when one or both of us have to stand up and go somewhere, whether it be a deployment, whether it be an exercise, where whether it be like a week here, a week there, three weeks, some months, whatever, or 24 hour watch, which is duty, you know, whatever it is. We know that when we're home, we kind of set things in place to where we're spending as much time together as we can. For us, we decided we would not do chores on Saturday and Sunday. We still do that today because Saturday and Sunday sometimes would be the only days that we weren't having to work with the occasional duty and field ops and deployments or whatever. Mainly though, we would get weekends and holidays off, so we made A point to hey keep our house and stuff as manageable as possible so we didn't have to do anything over the weekend. And that way we can spend those times resting if we needed it. Like family naps are a thing. Be glad for that. And then we would go to like parks or we would go to like events or whatever they had in the communities. Not that mandatory fun stuff, because it was fun for the kids, but not for us adults who went. (laughs) So what's the next one? Number which one? Number five.
1: Do what you are supposed to
0: do i'll let you talk on this one so how is it beneficial for military kids and the family as a whole when the military child is doing what they're supposed to
1: because the parents get more time to rest they don't have to take off the time that they already have to come deal with you they can just know that you're doing what you're supposed to whether in that whether or not that's just putting you in your room with one of your electronics and just (laughs) like i don't know playing it until it's time to come out because that's what i do you and you get rewarded and you can get nice things
0: well not only that but we understand as <clears throat> emotional intelligent adults that sometimes kids act what they feel and they don't know any other way no matter what their age is Um, you guys have to be taught and it's a process it's like okay you have to think about it I feel angry okay why do I feel angry because we all know that anger is is a secondary emotion. So I'm angry because my dad's not here when my dad is not here or my mom is not here. I feel sad and then feeling sad, I can't control that. So I am angry because I cannot control when I'm sad because I don't want to be sad. I just want to be normal, I, I want to feel fine. So, you know, we on both sides, kids, I know military kids specifically are doing the best they can to deal with the lifestyle that they are dealt. And us parents, both in the military and out, are doing doing the best we can to make sure we are managing ourselves while also managing our kids and helping them through this process because we want them to know that we love them and we care about them and we validate what they are feeling. It's real. Children have real issues, real problems, real emotions. And that in turn, taking care of it when they are at that point, helps them when they get to be teenagers and young adults and even older adults. That'll be something that they carry on with themselves to learn how to regulate their emotions, regulate their feelings, and say, okay, instead of screaming at the top of your lungs at mommy because you're sad that you missed that and you can't control your sadness and in turn you're angry and lash out because you can't control it. Let's do this instead. Let's sit down and have a round table and talk about our feelings and why we feel mad. And in feeling mad, what can we do to not feel that way? Can we write about it? Can we talk about it? You know, what can we do? Can we read a book or do like a support group for military kids where we can all, talk about it and share our experiences. So think about that kind of thing. Um, Number six, go ahead. No,
1: you're not alone.
0: So yes, there's tons of military kids who go through things and they feel sad. They miss their moms. They miss their dads who are away serving and doing what they have to do to defend this country. Know that you have us on this podcast and can reach out to us at any point in time. And that you have people around you who have similar experiences. There are some military kids who are really little. There are some who are between the teenager and the teenager age. And then there's full adults that carry that experience with them for an entire lifetime. I just heard a grown adult who's way older than me, um, probably could be my dad, who was a military child, talk about how it affected him and how it changed his perspective. So that it's not to say that bad things don't happen and you don't get sad and miss your friends. But think about, you know, we talked about this trade, didn't we? How mm-hmm. you can take the positive thing and make life better for yourself. And think about how you can encourage other military children, you know, that you're surrounded by. You want to say anything on knowing that you're not alone?
1: Yes. Know that you're not alone. It's just know that. You're not alone. You're not in this alone. you got... People that can help you along the way.
0: He making faces, yeah. So, what's the next one? Number seven. Read it, Trey.
1: Have a journal or sketchbook to write down your thoughts.
0: So... Tell everybody how the journal and sketchbook that we got, um, the one that we got for you specifically, has helped you when you're feeling certain ways.
1: So, it's helped me a lot because when I've missed people, I can just write a letter and go show it to my mom and she can... Sorry,
0: we talk about it and we pray about it and, you know, I help you through those emotions. What else? Mm. (laughs) <laughs> okay, next one. Oh, oh, I wanted to say this on a journal and a sketchbook. So it's gonna look different. You don't always have to write letters. You can draw pictures. So if you remember a very exciting or happy time with your parents when they were there, um, then you can draw pictures that depict that. My daughters are all for drawing pictures and stuff. They draw out their emotions, I think more so than they will say it right now because of their ages. But just when I look at it, it, it's like okay, I know how to talk to them and talk to them about something. So if I see that they they have a picture where we're all happy, and it's like I just love being with you guys. I just love spending time with you guys, and this is why and this is how I spend time with you, or this is how I invest in you as my my daughters and my son, obviously, and our and our family as a whole, you know. And if I see that it's a picture where they look like they're sad or they're crying, I'll ask them, you know, why they're sad. And I allow my children to be vulnerable and be truthful to me. and it may hurt me because you know maybe I didn't mean to hurt their feelings and I definitely don't want to make them sad not just out of ill will not just because I ain't got nothing better to do I want them to be able to express their feelings and in my household I allow them to express their feelings because that's what we do and I want my kids to know that no matter what I'm going to fight for them I'm going to stand up for them I'm going to be their day one and their number one forever they'll always get that from me and so when it comes to journaling and a sketchbook because I mean it's a sketchbook you don't always have to write words pictures tell a story also so keep that in mind number eight create a peaceful place for yourself go ahead and tell them about your peaceful place
1: so I created this fort that is made into my bed so it's just a blanket that hangs over the side and I can
0: add whatever touches that I need and want and I just like how you took my credit for this fort that was built though you just said you made I just want to say that. That's why they can't see me looking at you. But, like, you so took all of my credit for building that fort. I gave you the whole idea and everything that made it fancy. The only thing I ain't put in there was string lights. Gave you, like, curtains and stuff. Like, he going to take my credit, y'all. But I'll let him keep talking about his little fort that he built. Y'all can't see my air quotes on he built.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> And so that's one of the places that I've made for myself. Another one is just my closet. I set up my small tent. And yes, I do that sometimes <laughs> when my mom's looking at me. Okay. And I set that up. I take a surge protector and <laughs> use it to plug up my electronics that I'm taking in the tent that hopefully does not burn down. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I didn't know he had a whole sir. he had a whole party going on in his closet while I'm asleep when he's supposed to be asleep. But one thing I wanna point out is yeah, like a lot of military people and military vets, we do have insomnia. But one thing I noticed in my children is they have that too. They have that really bad, I guess, sleep anxiety or whatever it's called, which is basically the same as insomnia. So and it'd be hard for them to go to sleep sleep. And something I've had to do is create a peaceful environment when going to bed. It's like, we don't get in trouble when it's time to go to bed because this needs to be a peaceful time where you have meditation and you have meditative music playing and you have the essential oils going. And, you know, every now and then, if you need it, you'll get a melatonin gummy. But for the most part, I try to make it as relaxing as possible. And sometimes we do stretches. We have done yoga. So in creating peaceful times, it's not just for doing the day, during the day. It's for when you're trying to go to sleep as well. Did you want to say anything else about creating a peaceful place?
1: Yes. If you create a peaceful place, you can make it however you want. It doesn't have to be. It can be whatever you want it to be, whether or not it's- Within
0: reason, because parents are listening. Within reason.
1: Within reason, yes. It doesn't have to be your room, your closet. It can be like a hidden space in the house. Yeah.
0: Just just make sure it's where somewhere that's that has ventilation, obviously. And, and nice. it's okayed with your parents because there's nothing worse than a parent waking up thinking they're about to get their kid out of the bed and they cannot find them. So make sure parents, you're giving your kids these ideas, make sure You're communicating with your child and that your child is communicating with you. So, and also parents listening to this, there was something I had when I was a child. I don't even know if they still have it, but we went to Disney and I got a a Mickey's get away from it all card. I just thought about this right now. Cause, and I'm going to do this while I'm telling y'all to do it or suggesting it to you guys, but it was a get away from it all card. And it was like, anytime you feel stressful, you can take, well, at that time we had those Laboon boxes. got that now they got whatever ipod phone tablet they got now but you can take something to have music on you can take a book i was a reader so i took my boom box i took my book and i crawled under my bed it was me getting away from the chaos of everything that was going on in my house and while i don't do that card per se right now i still do that with my kids i let them get away to their room it's just like if they say i need time to myself sometimes you be thinking time to yourself to yourself for what? But I'm like, okay, I'm going to respect that. I'm going to give them a level of respect that they do deserve because they are humans too and let them have that time for themselves. But you as the parent can set guidelines and time limits for how that works. You know, saying, okay, I can give you 30 minutes here. I can give you 45 minutes here. You know, y'all yeah, have to talk that out. Communication works not just in marriage, but it works in the whole family dynamic. And it is essential for routine, for structure, for helping your kids get to where they Need to go and helping them to have more so of that emotional intelligence to where they're not acting out things but they are able to say them or write them. So next one is number nine. Be
1: creative and make something for you.
0: No, let's say for your siblings, parents, or friends, you didn't forgot everybody. (laughs) <laughs> so you can make something for you, um, your siblings, your parents, if they're gone or, you know, or if they're on their way back, or your friends, if you want to do something like a nice gesture for your friends. Talk about what we made today.
1: So today, well, yesterday, because it was yesterday. Oh yeah, it was yesterday. We made cake, four cake, because there's four of us that were at the house at that time. This morning, we decorated the cake.
0: I guess you could call that decorating. Yeah, that, that was very adventurous. Yeah. Because it, it was fun too, because we got, I didn't get my hands dirty, but all the kids got their hands dirty. Some more than others.
1: I got the least bit of icing on my fingers.
0: As far as kids. As
1: far as kids.
0: Cause there was none on mine.
1: My youngest sister.
0: She had icing all over herself, all over her hand. It looks like, well her icing was pink. It looked like pink lotion. It's kind of funny, but you had to be there. <laughs> it's like always a party over here. And you know
1: pink lotion
0: at <laughs> I guess for her because she would rub it in on her hands and she would lick it off. But in her defense, y'all, she's six years, six years old. So there's that. So be creative. I mean, it don't have to be a cake. It can be anything. Like, what else can you make?
1: Uh A picture. You can make a uh, space for you and your family members to hang out.
0: What about those Lego uh masterpieces you be making?
1: Oh, yeah, you can, if you got Legos, you can make a Lego masterpiece like me. I should really sell them. I should really
0: sell the pictures. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the next place we live, there'll be like a Lego competition. There's none where we're at, but you know, maybe oh. they'll have something like that and you can enter. That would be fun. You know, even if, even if you don't like, even if it's not like a monetary, monetary thing, you know, that you win, you would still get the experience. I'm all about experiences. And for military children, they already have the experiences that they don't ask for. So I know we're always looking for ways to, to make them have a good experience, something that they want to do thinking of something that they want to do we watched uh yes day on netflix and i'll be honest i'm kind of sold i like the idea of giving my kids a yes day and i like the idea of setting guidelines and parameters for it to be earned i don't know how often i'll do it maybe i don't know twice a year probably once this year starting out because you know it's this year and it's it's dwindling down for me or it's winding down for me so So, but I like that it has to be earned. You know, you gotta bring your grades up in school, do all your schoolwork, do all your chores, you know, all of those things. And it's like a reward. And then you have, you know, if you haven't seen a movie, I'm sorry, Um, but there's big ask and you can give them three, depending on their age, or you can give them five. I wouldn't do more than five, but if you got older kids that are more responsible, not that child are irresponsible. He looked at me when I said that, you know, but you are younger, you're 11, you're not teenager yet so I would probably start out with three for y'all so I just think that's a good way to have fun and do stuff and you know you just set your guidelines and parameters and just make it fun that's that's the that's the goal of this to make it fun doing something more fun with your kids and document it because that's gonna be awesome so what's the next one Trey what number are we on
1: number 10 find friends who you can trust and who gets the military lifestyle
0: so yeah it's it's not every Day that you'll find a friend that you can trust. I know it's easier for some kids and harder for others to find friends, but I think when you are in the right place, I guess, and finding people with similar interests and similar experiences, it flows more, I guess is a good way. How would you say you find friends who you can trust and who get the military lifestyle? Oh, and by the way, I want to say, I know that not every friend you have will be military Affiliated or get it, but I think the most important thing because Trey, even though he got my help a little bit, kind of came up with this list the most important thing is trust based relationship, which has to be earned. So, how would you say you find friends who you can trust and who get what you're going through?
1: I tell them, I tell them, hey, I'm a military child, if you can understand what I'm going through, kind of, and I tell them to be my friend. You gotta be trusted, homie. I'm not just gonna bring you to my house and then you saw a huge party and put soap all over the house.
0: Oh, you've been watching too many movies.
1: What? I said, yes, yes, I have. Especially <laughs> yesterday.
0: Well, you know, in finding friends too, it gotta be people who accept you for who you are. They don't try to change you. You don't try to change them. You accept them for who they are, no matter what they're where they're from, what they look like, you know. It kind of has to be one of those things. And one of the things, i love about military life is the fact that you get that more times than you don't and uh i guess it kind of creates a fantasy world if you want to say for us because it's kind of not like that outside of the military bubble if i can even call it a bubble so and we're not talking about all these things because they're easy or because they're just gonna be like oh snap i'm gonna do it today it's gonna be a process and granted these are 11 things we haven't even got to the last. Last one yet, but it's 11 things that can help military children. And again, it's going to be a process. People like myself, my family, Trey, who's on here individually to share. You know, we really live and love this stuff, and we know that it's not easy. It's chaos sometimes. It's sad. It makes us angry. It's frustrating. It's all of these things. But there is beauty to be found in anything that you go through in life. And with that being said, number 11 is. The last.
1: And take time to discover a new skill.
0: Yes, in all of this, you know, you're going through so much, you're doing so much. Take time each week to learn something new. Like, I was active duty, but my husband deployed and I did not. I was doing other things, other types of trainings, other types of just whatever. So, I had never really had a job outside of the military before. So, what did I do? I went and I got a job just to see what it was like I did hate it but I did it and you know I only had fun because of the people I met they made it fun but I knew I knew from a young age I would be an entrepreneur but I said hey this is something new I've never done before I'm gonna do it just to see how I like it and you know that's when I knew it wasn't for me (laughs) so you know Trey what is something that you learned to do when either dad or myself has been gone Hmm.
1: I've learned to be nicer to my sisters
0: Okay, that is a skill.
1: I've learned how to finally beat my dad in video
0: games. And I've learned how to be the best son I can be. Well, yeah, but what else did you learn how to do? I don't want to say it. I want you to think about it. Gymnastic? No, you like an 11-year-old who can cook food.
1: Oh, yes, I can cook food. That's amazing. I'm an yeah, 11-year-old. Yeah, that's amazing.
0: Let me see. I'm trying to think. I was older than you when I learned how to cook, but it was out of a need because could nobody else cook? And if my family listening to this podcast love y'all but y'all already knew that without me saying it and um you know my mom like i feel like worked forever so and there would be times where we would be at home by ourselves and somebody had to cook something so we needed to eat so and i know that's a lot of people's story but so mine came out of this but i saw that you like you m- number one he likes to eat a lot y'all so in turn i'm like he need to know how to cook so in case i get down i get sick and my husband away or vice versa he'll know how to operate the stove and be safe he'll know how to cook something he cooked the whole breakfast one time what we have like grits sausage mm-hmm.
1: what else um, maybe
0: hash browns i don't know oh
1: yeah we did have some hash browns remember but,
0: that you know working the microwave and stuff i know i was a teenager though had to be like a teenager probably just getting to be a teenager maybe 13 14 i don't really remember it was so long ago but you are 11 and you You've been cooking since you was like six. Because, I mean, your sisters are the age that you were when you started, and they cook too. We've made cakes, like you mentioned. You know, I teach them how to follow directions on the box and how to make things from memory because I don't really do recipes. That's not because... I'm afraid of recipes, but that's not how I learned how to cook. Now I will do a recipe, but I'll do the recipe the first time. And then after that, I make it, I make it be my own. So that's the kind of cook I am. Uh, But you know, you have people who are down to a T now, as I'm teaching them, it's like a period of instruction and y'all know what that is. So, you know, I have steps that I have them go through to make sure that they know what they're doing and are safe. So Trey, I want to thank you for coming on and sharing 11 things because he's 11 y'all you know, that was cute. 11 things that can help military children. And if you can leave them with one last thing, what would it be?
1: Hmm. I don't know. It depends. Oh, I know. Go ahead. Leave them with some memories of you so they won't be sad.
0: What? The parents? Leave the parents with memories? Yes. Okay. So, is what you mean, make every moment count? Yes. Engage with your family? Be present? Yes. Yes. You know, because he's he is 11 so he's talking in 11-year-old language and I have to translate that. But I I appreciate you for doing this and for coming on. We have five in each other because this is my buddy right here because while my husband was deployed the first time we didn't have any children and we were newly married. Then the second time around we had this little guy and me and him were BFFs. Everywhere I was at that's where he, well except duty obviously. But you know, I do thank the Marines and there were a few Air Force people because everybody was over there together and Navy people and Army um, who stood up who became my friends and who helped me in times where I truly needed it. So, if you want to know more about my family and how to follow us and get more information, you can follow us on Instagram at The Lucas Tribe. That's the T H E Lucas L U C A S Tribe, T R I B E, on Instagram. If you're interested in finding out more about me, the number one military marriage, family, and relationship coach, you can go to www.teresaalexis.com or connect with me on social at Teresa Alexis Speaks on IG, Facebook, and TikTok, and T Alexis Speaks on Clubhouse and Twitter. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe and activate notifications so you don't miss out on any new episodes that go live. I'm excited going forward by how this podcast will impact your life and cultivate a better you and a better marriage and family dynamic. Now go forth and be awesome.